The nation's primary season is underway with the Iowa caucus now less than three weeks away. Polls show self-proclaimed socialist Bernie Sanders is at the top or near the top in Iowa and New Hampshire. Some political observers say the 2020 election may offer a clear choice between socialism and capitalism. Well, here to provide us with some insights is journalist Stephen Strang. He's founder and CEO of Charisma Media. His new book is God, Trump, and the 2020 election. Stephen, I read your book. It's good to have you here to provide some additional insights on this. So what are the stakes in this election? Well, I believe everything is at stake. And it's not, it's not just 2020. I mean, these trends have been going on for a long time. Uh, certainly back to the 60s and maybe even back to the end of World War II. But, uh, but Donald Trump is a disruptor, and he's disrupted everything, and, and the left has just gone crazy. But it's not, I don't see this in just political terms. I really see it in spiritual terms because um, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. And, you know, our whole culture has been moving to the left, becoming more and more liberal, even in the church. Uh, think, Things in the, that when I was a kid, Christians would never consider doing, they uh, are okay now. And you can debate that. Some of it was probably legalism. But uh, one of the reasons I believe that we're in the mess we're in is because the church has not been the church. We haven't stood for righteousness. Um, when we are attacked in all kinds of ways, uh, like, for example, when the, the Supreme Court ruled, when they found a constitutional right, or I guess they based it on separation of church and state, um, it could have been solved if Christians and other Americans had risen up and said, you know what, we're going to pass a constitutional amendment to make this law. We're, we're seeing these attacks against our president. We've seen the whole Russia investigation with Mueller. We, we've seen the whole Ukraine thing and now the impeachment of the president. And you believe there's really a spiritual element. You had touched on that a little bit. Uh, already, but I know in the book you talked, uh, you referred to uh, Dr. Michael Brown, and we've interviewed him on this program before. He talks about witchcraft, witches praying against the president en masse. We had 12,000 on one day praying against the president. Is that part of it as well? I believe it is. Now, witchcraft is a little bit under the radar screen yeah. most of the time. They're becoming more and more bold, but that is just one aspect. It's probably the the most extreme aspect of spiritual warfare, but just uh, uh, animosity between Americans that don't raise to the level of witchcraft is spiritual warfare as well. And I believe that the attacks against the president uh, going all the way back to really before he was inaugurated where people said they were gonna impeach him. And they're just trying to find a loophole in the constitution that if we can get enough votes in the House of Representatives, we can impeach him. Well, for what? The Constitution says high crimes and misdemeanors. Now they're saying that if he survives this, and I believe he will, that they're going to impeach him later. That's and right I, again. That's right. And you know, well, more reason for us to pray then, Stephen, this spiritual warfare that we see in our country. and To pray and also be involved. We need to speak up. Christians tend to be very, very quiet. And if we're attacked, we get intimidated and kind of back off. But we can write our Congress people and say, enough of this nonsense. Uh, we can speak up, we can... Uh, but we're not speaking up, uh, not only in the public square, but in our churches. You have a chapter here about how the church has been compromised. 
Absolutely, and a lot of different levels. For one thing, it's been compromised theologically, where a lot of churches don't believe in the power of the Holy Spirit or the authority of the Word of God. But also, they become more and more timid. Our Christianity becomes feel-good Christianity, where you go to a service and you spend time in prayer and worship, and you hear a nice little sermon, you go home, you feel better about yourself. But really, what has changed? And I believe that things are getting so bad that people are finally waking up. Uh, pastors are waking up, but, you know, because of the Johnson Amendment, uh, which is a, a yeah. provision of the IRS code that they can take away your nonprofit status, that needs to be uh, repealed. And Donald Trump is the first one, first politician I can remember even talking about it, let alone trying to do something. Now, ultimately, Congress is going to have to change that law. And it comes from Lyndon Baines Johnson had some people in Texas who formed a nonprofit and raised money and gave a tax receipt and opposed him in the election. And he won, and he was going to punish them, and he did. But it ended up with sort of unintended consequences. And I think, the, though, that a lot of pastors, frankly, are timid, and they hide behind it. It makes it, it makes it convenient. They can say, well, I don't want to disobey the law. And, of course, none of us want to disobey the law. But it's a law that should have never been there, and also it's open to interpretation on, on what it means. Some fear the consequences of man more than God, I guess, at times. You're absolutely right. The book is God, Trump, and the 2020 Election. Uh, I recommend it for people to read and for Christians to go out and vote. Uh, this coming election year, a very important election. You say it may be the most important of our uh, lifetimes, at least. That's right, because yes. of all that's at stake. Okay, very good. Thank you, Stephen. Thank Appreciate you. Appreciate your time.